0: Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, peeps. Happy New Year. We made it through. I will say I made it through 2023, barely. Um, Yeah, we had a lot going on towards the end of those last month, month and a half of 2023 that I hope to never go through again. But um, along the way, in late November, December 1st, around there, I received my trauma coaching um, certification from Freedom Academy. And... That has been a long four years of earning that certificate. It means so much to me. And so I thought, what better way to start off the year than to bring you guys some information on what is a trauma coach, why would I need one, and how do I find one? Right here. (laughs) So I just wanted to go back and kind of set up the story, what drew me to it, um, how this whole journey started. Uh, super interesting. And also, such a God story. I can't even tell you like what happened in the last two months of 2023 could not have been more perfect timing of being around. A whole room full of trauma coaches when I went through the biggest trauma of my life um, in late November, early December. So I don't believe in coincidences. I think that God has set things up way ahead of time to kind of guide us through these hard times. It's it's not to save them or solve them or anything like that. I don't believe that God is a genie with a magic wand. That can just heal you completely and you never have to feel pain again, or you just go to him alone and everything feels fine in your body and your mind. It's like, no, you go to him continually because he knows you're going to struggle. And trauma coaching is so much about this because unless we heal the whole body, the way we're feeling, the things we tell ourselves, the things we grew up learning. We're never going to get to a settled place where we actually can sit with God and cry with God. I have cried with God buckets this last two months because of what has happened. And I will be doing an episode, um, probably the next episode, I'll be talking about grief. Whew, big subject. And just so much that I have learned and am learning through that. And, you know, we'll continue to learn And so God, you know, walks with us through our grief, but there are people that can come alongside you to show you how to gently get through your trauma. And that's what a trauma coach does. So let me start the story by letting you know how this all came to be. My daughter, Ariel, worked in um, Down South in a workspace with a woman called Carrie Scott Garcia. (laughs) that was doing the Freedom Academy, actually not even the academies at that, it was just called Freedom Movement. And they shared a workspace, they they all, my daughter at the time was in a nonprofit. they used to gather together and talk about, you know, what their goals were for these jobs, and, you know, just share different things through this workspace, and it was like a whole program that they were going through. And I remember one time when I came down to visit, my daughter said, have you heard of this freedom movement thing? Now, at the time, I had just written Unmothered, my book, and I was just kind of dipping my toe into coaching, thinking, like, huh, that's kind of a next step when you are wanting to help women that have been unmothered to show them some of the things that I had done to like break away from my dysfunctional family. Wouldn't that be nice to be able to coach someone else through that too? So my daughter came home that day and she said, you know, you, you really need to meet this lady because I think you guys would be friends. She said, she's crazy like you, (laughs) um, in a good way. And, um, she said what she's doing. I think you would really, I think mom, you'd be really interested in this. And, I was like, I don't even know who this woman is. Like, great. So I started following her, listening to her, and I was like, wow. Like, she's talking about real things. She had gone through a lot of struggles in her life also, kind of similar in some ways. She had been married before. She she was actually a drug addict, and, you know, to me, I just have such compassion for that because I dabbled in it for many years, but I didn't really go down like, uh, I think down a dark road of like, drugs was not really a super pull for me, like, even, you know, to this day, right now, I'm like, if you threw drugs in my face, I'd be like, man, don't really, it's not not an interest to me. But I have such a compassion for people that that is um, such a pull. Because let me tell you, with trauma coaching, I found out my flavor of drugs was shopping. So I don't, drink a lot. I don't do drugs. Like I don't smoke. I don't do any of that stuff, but I will binge shop and also on occasion binge uh, sweets. And so there were things I found out through this coaching, but that's getting ahead of myself. But yeah, super interesting how we all think we're fine. We're fine. I don't need coaching. I'm fine. I have Jesus. I'm good. And I'm like, you need Jesus and... (laughs) someone to come alongside you to help you through these emotions that have been in there for a very long time, locked away, still there, and still get triggered when something happens. So four years ago, after I wrote my first book, she did her first Freedom Academy, and it was going to be in Southern California. And my daughter said, Mom, you know, I looked it up. I was like, this looks so interesting. I want to be a coach I want to help other people like let me take this course and I'm going to help all these people so I called my daughter and I said can I come stay with you can you get me there because it was about a half hour away she said I'll get you there I may not be able to pick you up because I'm working, maybe you could find a ride. I said, I'll find a ride. I'll make friends. Like I that's not a problem for me. I always figure stuff out or I'll just take an Uber, like whatever. And she's like, You're not taking an Uber. And I remember we were having this like discussion and I was like, just, just get me there. If you say I can come and stay with you and I, you can get me there in the mornings, I'll figure it out. And she was like, yes. Well, she ended up coming and getting me after the whole thing every day, too. She was kind of mothering me. She wanted to make sure I was okay. She actually went into, this is a side story. She went into the first day. I went in to, like, she walked me in like I was a child. <laughs> this is when your daughter becomes a parent. She walks me in and I'm like, oh, she's going in to say hi to Carrie. Like, you know, and that's what she said. I just want to go in and say hi. And I was like, great. You know, so I walk in, I'm like, okay, where's my name tag? Where do I sit? Like, I'm trying to like place myself and figure stuff out. Reading the room. I see her go to Carrie. Carrie's like, oh my gosh, Ariel, they hug, whatever. She immediately goes like this, hey, so my mom's probably going to need a ride home. Do you think you could give her a ride home? I was like, Ariel. And Carrie's like, well, I don't know if I can. I don't know if Carrie even remembers this story, but I remember it vividly. I was dying. I was mortified. I was like, Ariel, I can find my own ride home. It's fine. Like, stop it. Stop it. And she was just mothering me and making sure I was going to be okay. Well, she ended up working stuff out at work, and she was like, "I'm." She's texting me later on. I'm going to come get you. And I go, "Actually, I met some friends. We're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go over here. We're going to like get some lunch. I could probably get a ride home from them." She's like, "No, no, no. I'll come pick you up." It it became a really sweet three days. Not only you know learning this process, but being with my daughter and seeing what a good mommy. <laughs> She was, even if it was to me. So first day, I'm like with my pen and paper, like, all right, teach me all the things so that I can I can help others. And she broke into what is going on with you. Let's talk about you first, because before you can help someone else, you have to be able to walk through the same things that you're going to teach them. Because if you're not willing to go that far, how are they going to trust you to know that you've done the work to start the healing process for yourself? And where does God fit into the equation of all of this? So we went through this beautiful three days, grueling three days. And when we laugh about it now, because four levels later, like, let me tell you, each level got more deep and more scary and we actually, you know, had this, there was five of us girls that ended up going to level two, three, and four, and we had to go to Chicago. This was a commitment. This was an investment, and this was important to all of us. And we actually had a, a saying, which every time we would go to the next level, we're like, I don't think it'll be that violent this time. <laughs> it should be fine. It was kind of a Yellowstone reference. We're like, it's not that violent. It's fine. And we would get out of there and we're like, oh my gosh, that was so crazy. But it was this deep, deep work of what is the story that you have told yourself? What are the things that are holding you back? I see people every day making comments like, well, that's just the way I grew up. Oh, that's just the way I am. Yeah, I don't know. Gosh, they bug me so much. I don't know why they're triggering these people. Don't know why. And don't dig into it and also don't look into it to see like, well, are you causing some of it (laughs) or is it them? So many questions. And so we went through this whole thing of like, how do you sit and listen to somebody? How do you hold their hearts well? And what kind of questions can you ask instead of trying to come up with a solution and fix it right away? which I will tell you, people do this all the time. I see it all the time, even in our own home, where sometimes we right away want to get a solution when our adult children come to us with something. It's like, well, did you try this? Well, can you do that? Just these automatic responses. I have learned to bite my tongue and say, gosh, honey, that sounds really hard. I'm so sorry. Where do you think that's coming from? Like those kind of things that really put you back into a place of giving them the power of figuring things out instead of you trying to fix it. We do this in families all the time. We do it at work all the time. That person can't do it well enough. I need to take over. Why do you need to take over? Because that's how I always did it as a child. Ah, well, maybe there's a problem in that. That's what a trauma coach will help you do is get to the root of why we do the things we do, why we think the way we do, why we feel like we either have to hide, numb out, we either fight or flight, we run away or we rage because we don't have the answers within us as to why we are reacting the way we react to life's struggles. And we're all going to have them. And we're going to bump up against things, whether it's your family or work or love life or I don't care what it is. We all walk in with baggage and no one knows what to do with it. We're opening up this junk from our baggage and we're like, I don't. here's my junk. Like, I don't know. It's just messy and I don't know what to do with it. But just, you know, here's all my garbage. Now just love me through it. Well, that's not a solution. And both of you are bringing in junk. And so both of you need to sit down and say, here's the things that scare me. Here's the things where this triggers me, or reminds me of my childhood. Here's the thing that has happened to me that nobody knows about. And I've been ashamed for so long and it has held me back. I need to talk about that. Let's clear that out of my body. Those are things that When you don't do that, you are pretending. You're walking through saying, Jesus loves me, I'm good, I don't need anything. Jesus loves you anyway. And Jesus already knows what you're going through. And Jesus is asking you to be honest and stop carrying around the shame. So if you really want to get to Jesus in a deeper way, please kneel down and be honest with him. (laughs) I need help. I feel like I'm falling apart. I see people in the church. Every day, every single time I walk into a church, I see people doing the same things over and over and over, and I see them weeping deeply because they're like, I haven't told anyone about this for 30 years. I I met with a woman that had never talked about something that was such a hardship for her for 40 years, and she finally said it out loud, and I'm like, it didn't kill you. It's okay. It's okay. And guess what? Many other people have gone through that too. That is brave. It's And it's hard. But getting it out is the thing that when Satan can't keep those secrets in you anymore, it doesn't control you. It doesn't rule your life and you don't need to live with that shame. Trauma coaching will work through those processes to be like, let's get you to a healthier place where you can just be free to be yourself and not feel like you have to put this mask on. We see this every day. People look beautiful. People, especially, hello, Instagram. It's like, we got to be dressed to the nines. We got to have every hair in place. We need to take a perfect picture with our kids. We need to show everyone how happy we are. And then I see these people in person and they're like, my life is imploding My family is falling apart. I am struggling. And I'm like, why are you posting all these beautiful pictures? (laughs) You know, not that you have to go out and show the ugliness of everything. And you certainly don't need to share everything. I wouldn't even recommend that. Don't share everything on social media. But just being real. Would it kill you to get on to a story and say, I'm struggling today? I'm struggling today. I actually took a month off in December because... The trauma that hit our family was beyond, like, I'm still tender in it. And I will be for such a long time and forever. Like, there'll always be a tenderness to it. But I needed to stop and take a break. And I told people what happened. And then I said, I'm shutting down. Shutting down for the month of December. I cannot... I can't function, I can't even pretend to get on here and have, pose a smile like, here I am, hi peeps, it's great. It was so not great, and it still is so not great, that it's a struggle for me to get out of bed in the morning. But I have tools that I can be kind to my body. I can ask myself, what do you need right now? I can pray to God and say, Lord, today's a struggle in a way that's a different struggle than yesterday. Can you help me? Yes, he can. So there are things that I learned in going through this, in sharing stories. Let me tell you, I had shared my story. Most of my story is in my book, Unmothered. But I had to share that story, one story in particular, the very beginning story when I was eight years old, I think I've talked about this before on here and I had to share that story in a small group in our second level of coaching and being in that room and reading that story I'm like I wrote this story I it's in a book like it's fine I had minimized it into that it's just a story I don't need to worry about it it wasn't just a story it was my life. I was eight years old and I was kidnapped and taken away from my dad in an instant and thrown into another family in an instant and starting a new school three days later. Like it was insane. And I marked it down as, yeah, that's the story. Do you see what we do? And we go, you know, God's been really good to me. I don't need to worry about that anymore. But that laid inside of me I grieved that story in our next coaching uh, level for three days. I had to go over this story. Women stayed in that story with me and said, what were you feeling that day? You know, they named the things that had harmed me. They named the the safety that was taken away from me of having this family bond. As dysfunctional as it was, my parents fought, and I mean physically fought, I've seen my mom come at my dad with a knife, aiming for his heart, hit his arm. Trauma upon trauma upon trauma. But taking me out of that environment in a matter of minutes and changing your whole life, you cannot tell me that that doesn't change who you are as an adult. The trust factors, the openness, the the complete love, because you always are a little like, I love you, but I got to protect myself if uh, you leave. I need to make sure I'm okay. The toughness that I built, the walls that I built around me, I could take care of myself. I can take care of myself fine. I'm still like that today. I'm like, hey, I'll bounce back. But that doesn't mean that I'm not crushed inside. It doesn't mean that God loves me any less. And it doesn't mean that he's not going to protect me through it. But you best believe that if you don't, hit those places and understand why those things happen and name the harm that comes to you with a good coach that can walk you through those things and grieve those things well, letting God come in and hold you and say, I know those things happened to that little six-year-old girl or eight-year-old girl or 10-year-old girl or however old this situation happened. Some of you were teenagers and got date raped. Some of you went through divorces when you were in your early 20s. Some of you, I mean, the stories go on and on and on, but they all stem from these places where you're like, this happened to me and now I'm just trying to like fluff over it or I'm just going to pray it away, which doesn't go away because God doesn't erase your memories. God knows exactly what you've gone through and he's asking you to come to him, to settle that in your body, to know that when and that will happen when you get triggered because something's going to remind you of that moment, that will happen in your lifetime. Don't think that these trauma things happen and you never have to think about them because I've prayed them away and they're gone. He doesn't erase your memories. Do you know why? Because the very thing that has hurt you is the very thing that you get to have empathy with and have a purpose and a calling with when someone else goes through that. You're like, I'm the girl. I know what that feels like. I can sit with that person. I can hold that person. I understand. I'm, it may not be exactly the same, but I can sit with them and know like, hey, I get it. I'm here for you. Not to fix them, but to know he's placed you. He's like, I'll use this for good. And there's no good that comes out of pain. Like it's not. it's not good that we go through pain. It's not good that we go through suffering but it can be good in the after. If you let God walk you through the grief, he will show you that your growth is going to help somebody else. A good coach will show you how to do that. And it will set you free in so many ways. I can't even tell you how many DMs and texts and things I get from people when I walk them through Uh, Carrie has an exchange course It's an eight-week course. I teach it continually at my house. I love these women. They come back. They bring other people. They're like, this is the best teaching because it teaches you. It walks you through all these different emotions and truthful things that we need to get through to clear our brains, our minds, our bodies, our souls, to be closer to God to be more honest in the things that are important to us, the things that we want to do in our life, that we have been stuck because of the trauma. So my next question to you is, if you're curious about starting this journey with me of trauma coaching, what's stopping you? That's just my question. What's stopping you? This is 2024. How many more years are you going to circle the drain saying, I'm miserable, I'm faking my way through life, I have all of these things I'm just trying to ignore, but they keep popping up. Please get on a consultation call with me. I would love to work with you and help you walk through these things, especially if you are a woman that has gone through an unmothered life. Your mom is difficult. She's narcissistic. She's abandoned you. She's an alcoholic. Like Any of those kind of things where you've grown up in this dysfunctional place That is a lot of stuff that you need to work through so that you're not repeating the same kind of things with your kids, with your husband, things at work where stuff triggers you, where you're around women, where you're like, ooh, that reminds me of my mom. (laughs) I don't like that woman. I don't know why, but something about her bugs me. That's why. I can help dig through those places. I would love to work with you guys on this. I think that it is time. Time is short, let me tell you. I have not learned that lesson more than I have in the last few months time is fleeting like time your like your role on this earth can end at any minute and I want to make sure that every minute on this earth has meaning and that I've left a mark of some kind on this earth that God says, you know, well done. Well done. I want to go skidding into heaven <laughs> like did I do it? <laughs> did I do a good job? And he's going to be like, well, you kind of messed up here and there, but I think you did a great job. Um, But I think that I can teach you some techniques that will help you cope. This is not to fix you. You're not going to come out of this being like, I'm not going to guarantee you, like, you're going to be a whole new person. Your your life's going to be amazing. No, you're going to know how to deal with the traumas and triggers of life. That's what you're going to do. I um, have learned to use these tools on myself when I've gone through these hard times, like I said, The hardest time in December, lost two people within 10 days, was not expecting that at all, and it rocked my world. But I had tools, and I had other people to reach out to. We don't need to do this life alone. Please don't do this life alone. Ask for help. I would love to work with you. That is what trauma coaching is, is to just get to the heart of the matter. Let's figure out some ways that you can learn to cope through life, to thrive through life, to be free from any of these entanglements inside of your body and mind where you're feeling like, if somebody knew what really happened to me, they would never talk to me again. That is a lie from the enemy, and that is not true. What is actually going to happen is your life is going to open up in ways that you cannot believe, and you are going to feel a lot calmer in your body. And you are going to feel a lot closer to God because of it. So I hope that helped you. Happy New Year. I have lots of stuff coming down this year. I'm hoping to get some, uh, have a couple of ideas for some guest speakers. And I can't wait to share them with you. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye, peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private Unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps!